Welcome to the fifth installment of the Injury Report. I'm your host, Joe Brenner, here in another lovely week in Toledo, Ohio. I just finished my first year of medical school, so I'm going to wrap this uh, up shortly today so I can go have some fun. Today is Friday, May 13th, Friday the 13th. Uh, Maybe that's not a good sign for my exam today, but it's over, so we don't have to worry about it anymore. To start us off, we'll recap with the game last night. First, we had my Miami Heat finally close out the Philadelphia 76ers. I ended last week by saying that Joel Embiid would not be playing in Game 3, and he ended up playing in both Games 3 and 4, and wins for the Sixers but they could not get it done in five or six. And as my buddy Matt Paith predicted, first two to the Heat, second two to the Sixers, and the Heat were able to close them out. Kyle Lowry's not been playing in the last couple games. He is still dealing with his hamstring injury. And the 76ers were at full force. Now, that doesn't mean that everybody was 100%. Joel Embiid was still dealing with his hand, which didn't seem to appear to uh, deal any damage to his shooting. And his face, which he did get bumped a couple times in that orbital region, and it's probably just sore. It didn't seem like there is any malformation after he got hit in that area. Um, And then James Harden himself was still just appeared out of shape. He had big moments in games game four and game three more game three did not really show up at all and didn't even I think take a shot in the second half of game six last night maybe one so he has been not good they may be able to reload I think they already extended him so they'll have the same team to run it back Danny Green also went down last night After having watched the video, I think it's going to be either an LCL injury or maybe just a hyperextension. Joel Embiid fell on him and caused his leg to bend inward, his lower leg to come in, putting strain on would be that LCL. It didn't look like there would be any central structural damage, but he's going to get an MRI to see what the problem is there. The Heat are going to be looking forward to their matchup on the other side of the Eastern Conference tonight. The Milwaukee Bucks are playing at home in Game 6, up 3-2 against the Boston Celtics. The Bucks pulled off another crazy win led by a late fourth quarter push from Giannis Antetokounmpo in Game 5, and they lost game four in a very much a blowout fashion. Al Horford came out of nowhere, and it appears that the Chris Middleton injury is hampering their ball movement a little bit on offense. They're a little bit more Giannis-reliant than normal. Drew Holiday did come up big in that clutch and put some defensive stops on the defensive player of the year, Marcus Smart, to close out that game, and they will be 
taking on a hungry Boston team, but it is in Milwaukee. And the status of their celebrated center, Robert Williams, who has contributed to some form of containment of Giannis, as well as keeping crazy eyes Bobby Portis at bay, is back. His knee has been flaring up, and he has not played in game four or five. So if he can come back, that would be hugely beneficial to them. They are one and two in the games without him and one and one in the games with him. So maybe it won't contribute that much, but having a starter on the floor is always a better option than not. The other game last night that will be pushing things to a game seven, the Phoenix Suns got blown out by a Dallas Mavericks team and the Dario Sarcic meniscus injury that happened a while ago has kept him out but other than that both teams have full force and it'll be a game seven to decide the fate of Chris Paul's legacy and possibly a budding Luka Doncic legacy coming up here this weekend and without Ja Morant who has right knee bone bruise Um, I'm not sure what that technically is. I know what a bone bruise is. And someone was kept out for, oh, Kendrick Nunn, who used to play for the Heat, was moved over to the Lakers. And he has set out the entire season due to a bone bruise. But I think there could be more going on here. Sometimes a bone bruise is accompanied by a ruptured ligament. If it is that knee right there, it could be his Uh, patellar ligament in the front connecting his kneecap his patella to his tibia his shin bone that could be the case I think there is going to be some soft structural damage that comes out of this because it is him out for the playoffs a bone bruise can be pretty severe and have some blood clotting issues on its own but I think we're going to see something else come out of this but The Memphis Grizzlies were able to beat the crap out of the Golden State Warriors. I think at one point leading by 55 at home in Game 5. Heads back to Golden State for Game 6. And Golden State was without Gary Payton, who we talked about with the fully outstretched hand injury, the Foosh injury. There's been some more that come has come out of that with some ligament damage and maybe some muscular damage. I'm going to stick with my guess of a radial, proximal radial injury closer to the elbow because if it were the ulna, the other bone, which actually is the elbow itself, the muscle would be the triceps and the UCL, the Tommy John, is the ligament that would be most likely damaged. And because he has just been told that he is not ruled out for a possible finals run he will probably uh, be out with the it's probably the because of that annular injury and maybe some biceps or brachialis muscle connection not necessarily the other side as well as Otto Porter who is made out of glass left the game with some right foot soreness so there isn't any more update on that yet 
But that wraps up our NBA injury report. And because it was a short one, we're just going to go right into our last segment, injured and recovered. So, injured, Doc Rivers. He is out again from the playoffs with a seemingly more talented team. It's not his fault that Joel Embiid went down, but the last two games, the Heat have taken care of the Sixers pretty easily. I don't think that he gets along well with James Harden, who is going to be around for a while, potentially. So it's going to be between him and James Harden. And I don't know if he'll get another coaching job after this. I'm sure that if he did go to the broadcast booth, he could find a job there. But this could be the end of his time in Philadelphia and possibly the league. Recovered, Jimmy Butler. He has been playing fantastic. And after game six last night, he walked up to Joel Embiid and was asked about that. And his last stop before Miami was Philadelphia. But they chose Ben Simmons at the time over him. And then James Harden after that. So Philadelphia has sequentially dug their own grave. And Jimmy Butler's helped them do it. Injured Jerry Judy and the Broncos Super Bowl odds. If you didn't. If you, if you already took out a wager on Jerry and the Broncos, you might want to hold up a moment. Russell Wilson just got there, but Jerry won't be because he was just caught up in a tampering with evidence and domestic violence clause, charged with that, and he's being held in prison right now. I believe he just got out on bail, but he was being held for a short time during his charging. And that is going to hurt their odds, especially in their ultra-competitive division. Uh, Recovered along the same lines is America. Football is back. The schedule is just announced. And to lead us off, the Bills and Rams open the season. Now, this might be a little bit torturous for Bills fans. It'll be nice for the rest of us. But just to think, the Bills probably would have been favored in the AFC Championship against the Bengals in a game that the Chiefs lost to them and the Bills gave up with 13 seconds left and a lead to the Chiefs. So this could have been a potential Super Bowl of last year, and we know how hard it is to make it in the playoffs in these sports, especially football, to repeat. So it's not a guarantee that we'll see it again this year. Either one of these teams make deep runs. So the Bills and Rams to open up the season – is a win for the country. Injured is Chris Paul, not because he's actually injured, but because his reputation may be if they lose this series to the one-man show and Luka Doncic and the Mavericks. They could, it's very potential, you know, looks very common. No team has lost uh, an away game in, or, No team has lost a home game in this series. And Chris Paul does have the advantage of being at home against the Mavericks for Game 7. But it's a Game 7, so anything can happen. And he has to be spectacular and has not been the last couple games in which they've lost. So the way he goes, the team goes, and it'll come down to him. And then finally, recovered, Al Horford. He has decided he can jump again. He had an alley-oop on Giannis 
as well as a 30-point game in the Game 4 win against the Bucks. I don't know where that came from. Somebody, his sister or something said that he gave a look and she knew sometime during Game 4. And that has been beneficial to Jason Tatum, who hasn't had to press as much. And even in the loss in Game 5, has been able to play a lot more freely. But Al Horford has come out of nowhere and recovered his image as the playoffs continue. Hopefully we get to see more of that and they're able to extend the series to Game 7. That wraps it up for today. Thanks for listening. Enjoy your weekend.